by my bed Folded hands and tilted head I thank the Lord for my water and my bread Thank God to be a part of God's flock of chosen sheep Waking from my slumber while the world is still asleep Freedom loving Deplorable bum. I reside in the States, but Scotland is where I'm from. Sometimes I feel defeated, but we will always stand tall. Fighting with my family, we go on, we go on. We may fall. And talks of bread and wine And our children Throw the world into decline We're the people need to stand Firm and understand Without liberty and freedom All we have is dirt and land Holding the sword high I'll stand firmly through the pain But I have lost On my knees, it's not because I'm defeated. It was my prayer for the war, the only weapon I needed. We may fall, we'll lead the line. We may fall, but we'll be fine. The world will see the global crimes. The Good evening, family. How is everybody doing today on this lovely Friday? We 
made it through another uh, week. Well, most of us did. We're all here. We're all talking. We're all here gathered together. Got another great week coming next week. Like I said, we'll do a couple of shows and then uh, we are on to Bards Fest, which is going to be quite exciting. Some great speakers, some great bands. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you. It is going to be awesome. But this is Kilted Christian, episode 460, and tonight's topic after the news is Cyrus. Once again, carrying on with what we've been talking about this week about God using questionable people and questionable events to serve his purpose as he always does. God can take anything and make something good come out of it. Guys, Kilted Christian, episode 460, Cyrus. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And for all of you that are just popping in here, it is great to see you all. And I hope you had an absolutely beautiful day. Those of you going to be listening to the show afterwards, always thankful that you take the time to join us. And thank you so much for your comments. Um, first off, I'll say hello to Livin. Livin, your microphone will be here Monday. I know you're excited. You don't have to scream across me any longer. Good uh, evening. <laughs> it's evening, right? <laughs> it is evening. It is late <laughs> evening, 1030 Eastern Time. Oh, God. Or 930 if you're Conley. Oh, yeah, 930. Segway into Conley. And if you're me, it's 7, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Conley, brother, how are you doing? I'm doing super. I just found out some super, super interesting news. Ooh. While 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 you were muted, really, man, that was pretty amazing. So <laughs> tell us about this super amazing news. September sixteenth is National Batman Day. Ooh, I watched National Batman last night. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. I'm um, Batman. I need to go back and watch it. I was, it, I don't know. That Batman's always been one of my favorite characters, as far as like you know the comic book characters goes. And um, yep. I don't know. I think what was his name, Pattinson. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I think Pattinson had to grow on me a little bit because, like, one thing that I loved about Batman's character is that Bruce Wayne and Batman were like different characters. They're yes, the they same were guy, people. but different people. Yeah. Exactly. And and Pattinson's version, it was like Batman the whole movie, whether he was uh, Batman or Bruce Wayne. Um, so it took me a little adjusting, and I'll probably get back and finish it later on. But I just couldn't last night because I was like, all I could think of is like. Man, th- this this would be what um, Robert Smith from The Cure would be like playing Batman. It was like Gothman. <laughs> yes, Gothman, exactly. He's just and I liked Michael Keaton. I had a hard time with Val Kilmer. Well, see, wasn't a big fan of Ben Affleck. No, but... well, see, that's the thing is that some of them are good at playing Batman. Some of them are good at playing Bruce Wayne, but Keaton was good at both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah, and, and who's the who's the English guy? I'm um, Christian was, Bale. Um, yeah, I think Bale. I think Christian Bale did one of the better jobs as the Dark Knight. And I will be honest, like, um, you know, I, I had my nose in the air when uh, I found out that um that uh what's his name, the last Batman, the Justice League uh, Batman, Affleck. Yeah, Affleck. I was like, oh, really, Affleck? Come on. Um, but he did a better job than I thought. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, there's just so many great actors out there that could have done it. Douglas Heath Ledger can never be replaced. He was hands down the best Joker. Um, he really was. Yeah. I looked at Ben Affleck in that movie and I was like, dude, I keep seeing Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. And uh, the fact that you just gave up Jennifer Garner. Yeah, and and the really terrible version of uh, of uh, 
what was the other one that he had done? The other character in, in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, oh uh, Daredevil. He, Daredevil, yeah, yeah that, that, one. that was pretty awful. That was horrible, horrible. Yeah. It you, just shows you that anything can happen and they'll bring you back. And and Giggly. 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 I called it Giggly. Giggly. It's Giggly, I think. Yeah, it was and G- now, now he's living just this tormented life with J-Lo. Yeah. Oh, man. No, that's... Yeah, I don't even need to go to that one. <laughs> I mean, Jenny on the block is also known as J-Ho. Yeah. Because <laughs> who all she's been with. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of them, like I said, when, you, when you're when you going to play like really big characters that everyone knows, you got to pick the right people. And like I said, as I when Ben Affleck, when Pattinson, you know, I was kind of like, oh, man, really? And maybe I just got to get new, used to the new one because there were cer- certain aspects that I did like about it. Um you know, but at the same time, it, it just, I, I couldn't get over the fact that that Bruce Wayne and, and Batman were just basically the same character. He was melancholy, never smiles. Instead of his, like, Batman growl, he he just kind of talks soft like this the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, look, dude, this isn't Twilight. Yeah, and that's another thing. I was, like, waiting for the werewolf to pop in there. But um, I will give it another shot and I'll, I'll finish the movie because I can't like really down a movie until it's done because the ending may have been like a mind blower. I don't know, but we shall see. But it's good to know that the 16th is uh, International Batman Day. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So do I need to open tomorrow's Brothers in a Nah? It's Brothers in a Bible. Stick it's in, to, in stick a, in the Boyer. <laughs> stick in the Boyer. Daryl's good. Daryl's good. Exactly. Um, we we made a little more headway to the greenhouse today oh, yes. and then realize that we're probably gonna have to take another part off to get something else to fit. I moon wolf was like, here, let me, let me look at those directions to see if I can't figure it out. And he literally had the same face that I did. He was like, what the heck am I looking at? And I was like, exactly, man, this may as well have been written in Chinese. The pictures are terrible. There's no words. It's just pictures. And, and it's like, and it would be like a bird's eye view of the greenhouse. So you can't see which way the lips go. And, and every piece of metal has different, you know, angles and stuff to it. So you got to figure out what goes where, what goes up, what goes out, what goes in. And then you end up spending as much time pulling things apart as you do putting them together to begin with. So, um, so we are looking forward to finishing our greenhouse in the snow. Um, probably right about the time that the garden goes in during the springtime. It'll be done by Bards Fest 2024. Exactly. We'll be done by Bards Fest 2024. So uh, you guys have something to look at. And then I will make that a point to bring everybody over to look at the greenhouse because it'll be such a success story. <laughs> well, we're all going to have like a year of our life invested in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but on the good note, um, um, Livin and I are finding out like, you know how well we can work together yeah. without like wanting to strangle each other. We just want to strangle whoever made this this yeah. greenhouse. Like, oh, making memories. That? Making well, memories. Uh, what is that thing? Is that for? Oh God, the directions are a joke. We just laugh though. Pick it off and laugh. Go find it. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and and there's this thing around here. You drop a screw, <laughs> and it falls into some like oblivion <laughs> pit portal or something. Because we, we're like, we watch it as the screw hits the grass, and then all of a sudden it's just gone. So either the, the crayfish are picking them up. Yeah, let's say the crawfish are getting it. Yeah, or there's mm-hmm. a portal that opens up wherever a screw falls or a nut. Like, it's just, it's, it's insane. Gone. 
So um, our buddy uh, FedEx driver came over today oh, yeah, to deliver uh, the cameras and stuff like that yeah. um, for the event. And uh, we talked for a little while and he was like, oh, so that's the greenhouse you can't get put together. <laughs> <laughs> the entire town knows about it. Yeah. Oh, yes. They, the, the whole town knows. It's the talk of the town. Exactly. You know what, though? There's nothing like giving the Amish a good laugh. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm about to call them over. They'll have it done in like 30 minutes. Be like, all right. Dude, exactly. Mennonites, Amish, unite. Let's come together and get this greenhouse built. <laughs> We're going to help the Gentiles. And, and this is how it'll go. They'll be like, what are these directions? Here, let us bring over wood and build you a real one. And you'll, you'll be like, better off. And then you can say, you know what? These are the same people that made the chicken coop that I bought. Yes, exactly. Can you whip something out that way real quick? And, and they're, they're like, what are the Chinese? <laughs> what are the Chinese? And I'm like, you're better off not knowing. It's good that you don't. Yeah, it's good that you don't. Um, who is Biden? That's, that's the best question I've ever heard. You guys are in an amazing place. Yeah. Although I did, um, I've, I've talked to uh, the Amish and the Midnights are real nice around here, the there was a one of the, the Amish wagons was sitting at the gas pump the other day, and I was like, "So you're filling up your horse, huh?" <laughs> um, and he was real jokey and nice. Um, yeah, they're they're like I said, they, this place is just amazing, and you guys will get to see uh, many of the community around here because um, word spreads fast. Matter of fact, we were going to put it in the local paper, but we decided not to yeah. because we knew we didn't want to be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're all welcome, but we didn't want to be we didn't want to overwhelm Conley. Um, with, with like way more food than we were expected, but, um, word of mouth gets around around here pretty quick. So, um, and then our FedEx guy, um, friend is, uh, going around and, and, you know, talking about it to um, other people, you know, so that's awesome that, you know, that the community around here is just so God loving yeah. conservative, you know, so everyone's looking forward to an event like this coming into the area. So. Yeah, well, I'm glad you didn't. I didn't want to get shamed by Abram, Elijah, and Amos. Oh, no. Well, they're all three coming. <laughs> you know, they are. With their wives, Mary, Mary, and Mary. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Caleb and Caleb and Jacob here are my, my nephews. Okay. Oh, yeah. Caleb and Jacob are the ones that are, that are driving everyone there. Or driving? No, riding. Riding. Ubering. Yeah. I'm they're, they're, a, I'm, I'm going to get an, Uber, yes, an Amish, Amish Uber. Amish Uber. Exactly. Amish Uber. I'm doing it. I'm going to ask. I'm going to go to Yoder's. Oh, I heard this yeah. is where you can get a, you can get an Amish Uber. Well, no, that would be a Mennonite Uber. Yeah. <laughs> is, oh, are they Mennonite over there? Yeah. yeah and, and the only way that I can tell, because from what I've seen, the Amish women wear the same type of dresses, but yeah. they're black. Mm -hmm. And then the... Those were blue. Yeah. No, those are Mennonites. Okay. And then the Mennonites wear more colorful outfits, and uh, the men wear the straw hats, yes. and then the Amish wear the black hats. So that's yes. how I can tell... Mm -hmm. And then not to mention that the Mennonites around here, for the most part, have uh, nicer cars than we do. Mm -hmm. That's because they're saving money. They're basically off the grid. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, the uh, the Mennonite woman that lives right across or diagonal from us um, is out there on this lawnmower. Yeah, I've got lawnmower. I've got lawn lawnmower envy. Yeah. She's got one of the zero turn radius just out there cruising her yard, man. Yeah. It's just like it's awesome. Yeah, it's neat. Really nice. We've, oh, yeah. we've had a lot of nice people. Yeah, and um, found out today that there is actually a um, an Amish herbal store right yep. down the road that sells like all herbal um, medicines. Yeah, so we're gonna go hit that up. Yeah. Whew. Boy, with this crew coming in next week, they'll probably just buy everything up. Yeah. 
Yeah. That'll be good. Local oh, yeah. business will be good. Exactly. So we're also, um, I know, uh, Moonwolf talked to, uh, talked to the vendor that makes the donuts and is going to get them to see if they could possibly come out there during the morning times to, because they've got sourdough donuts and that kind of fits in perfectly with, you know, Scott talking about the sourdough and the, you know, um, breaking bread, Ooh. except we breaking donuts. And Ooh, these are like breaking huge. donuts. They're like gigantic. Um, these donuts are, are like as big as the wheels on my tractor. And I, I, I better clarify that the little John Deere mower tractor, not, like the big, <laughs> not the big one. Imagine how big that fryer would be. Been out there three weeks and they've got a tractor. Yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty big donuts and, and they call their coffee Joe. So you don't get a cup of coffee. You get a cup of Joe. Cup of yeah. Joe. Get a cup of Joe. Exactly. I like it. That's the only Joe they know. They don't know who Joe Biden is. Otherwise, they would rename their coffee like, um, have a cup of anything but Joe. Here's here's a here's a cup of Habakkuk. Yeah, a cup of Habakkuk, exactly. <laughs> or a cup of Cyrus. <laughs> I think that we could just let them come. What's that? Oh yeah, I think they're they're probably more than likely gonna be out there yeah. um with, with the donuts I and think that they should just come and we'll deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just tell them in the they can hear me. Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty cool. Um like I said, this event's gonna be awesome. Um uh, just for you guys know, I'll go ahead and say it. Wedding has been moved to Sunday instead of Wednesday. Um, moving around so it'll be right after our uh, sunrise service. I'm not complaining about that because uh, I would rather focus on the wedding at that point because my brain is all on Bard's Fest and camera being set up and getting everything working right and all that neat stuff. So, But I'm ready. I know it works out well. Yeah, it'll exactly. work out well. Exactly. I always get like this before every event, man. Like I just my brain just focuses on it and then I'll try to think about something else or get it, you know, do another project and my brain's still there. So then we'll be focusing back on getting boxes unpacked and all this neat stuff. But, uh, um, living went out with my mom today and got her a nice dress for the wedding. So that was, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always, you're right, Matt. It's always a big endeavor. Um, like I say, cause in this, in this business, especially when you got new equipment, um, there's a possibility that something's going to go wrong. And the moment that you think everything's going to go together smooth is when that something goes wrong. So, uh, yeah, new location. So I got to figure out all this stuff and, uh, I'll, I'll be more, I will be a whole lot more relaxed. Um, come Wednesday evening when everything is already put together and I've watched it and everything moves, the cameras run perfectly. Cause, uh, you know, generally the spot that I work, um, is a five man deal. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got the director, you'll have the guy operating the cameras, you'll have the guy streaming, you know, so, but I'm doing, I do all of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's where my head is. Instead of one thing, it's on like four or five different things. So fortunately I don't have to deal with slideshows and uh, PowerPoints because PowerPoints are the biggest pain in the butt. And I'm not an IT guy. I'm a, I'm a video guy, but for some reason people think that it's the same thing. And I always say, man, if I was an IT guy, I'd, I'd be making a whole lot more money than I'm making because there's right. IT work everywhere. So, but I'm excited, looking forward to it, looking forward to seeing all of you and Conley and uh, Conley will be heading out like Tuesday morning. Um, so it's going to yeah, be buddy. awesome. And then we're going to be, uh, hopefully we're going to take a little honeymoon, um, maybe at the springtime or once the weather starts getting nicer and go down to Red Gorge and, and uh, Conley was saying that, you know, cause I knew that there was kayaking and, and canoeing down there, but I didn't realize it was like underground kayaking. 
Yes. So uh, pretty cool looking. I will be singing, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, you know, because you never know, man. We're going to be like, oh, look at that pit. Yep. Hey, now. I know, man. But at this point, we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of days. No. Um, we were just talking about uh, what one cent or 50 cent burgers. Guys, don't buy into that. 50 cent burgers sound all great and all from McDonald's. Well, I wouldn't go to McDonald's anyways no. or Wendy's. But there's something up with that. Nobody sells 50 cent burgers. And this guy like literally played a, uh, cause it was a couple of restaurants that are doing this. Um, everyone's like, why would they do that? And then it went, the guy was like, well, nobody seems to listen to me unless it's in a Simpsons video or a Simpsons clip. So I'm going to play the Simpsons clip. And it was actually a Simpsons where Krusty Burger, um, came up with a new burger that they were selling for 50 cents. That was cows meat cows eating cows turning into burgers and when the humans ate them they started turning into zombies and eating each other so that's interesting not good. well that's gross no that. that's not good that's not good Plus the, uh, the comment about on uh on a video was saying that they are sending body bags all over yeah the United yep. States. body bags around the united states and, and there's no no mark on the box no yeah no mark on the boxes um and i had seen them in a warehouse a while yes. back not personally but i'd seen a video where they had thrown them in a warehouse but now they're sending them around the country and then this falls right before remember what Tom, todd calendar had said jeff actually sent me this today as well um talking once again about the 5g um possibly activated and doing that pulse thing on october 4th which coincidentally is the day that they're doing the emergency um presidential emergency whatever it is um via television phones and all this other stuff so mm -hmm. so uh yeah so if you have been vaccinated i suggest that you uh buy a lot of tinfoil yeah and, put it all and just there. wrap yourself in tinfoil and yeah, just be, just be a walking Faraday. Faraday bag. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Just be a walking Faraday bag. Gosh, man. Yeah. We, everything we're talking about, man, would have been laughed at like six years ago, but it's all serious. And and Douglas says they, they already have 6G, and I've already I've been reading a couple things about that today as well. You know, and then I always go back to the CDC um zombie preparedness website on the literally dot gov cdc, which is just crazy. And then yeah, one episode that we talked about the uh the Amazon um, terms and services, which literally like 14 rows down in there talks about um, this is fully refundable and except in a zombie pandemic situation. Yeah. Um, you know, and I joke about that because like if I had been given the job to write terms and services, I would totally put something like that in the middle of it just to see if people were reading it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> There's a, then you'd only find out like three. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then they're pushing the vax like crazy again right now. Um, you know, they're, they're having those meetings about quarantine camps, uh, in New York. So that's still being talked about. Um, we'll get into a little bit more of the New York stuff because some pretty amazing things happened today. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, man, Nadler and AOC weren't very happy today to be in New York. They could barely get words out of their mouths without people screaming over, but we'll play you one of those clips here in just a little bit. So um, this is interesting right here. So you, we talked about Romney um, backing out, not running for Senate again, but apparently Romney is joining the uh, DeSantis team in order to defeat Trump. 
And all yep. I could think of was like, you think your numbers are low now, DeSantis? Just wait until people find out that Romney is helping you. Your numbers aren't going to go up. What in the world? Like, in what world would he think that that was okay? So, and I don't think that he's that out of touch with the world to know how people, or especially GOP or, or conservatives, feel about Romney. I think he, I think he, I think he's been pushed. The, I don't think. The way he acts, you know, he had a, a he was much more assured and confident, you know, when he as acting governor, you know, and when he would speak, mm -hmm. he's not like that now. No. Um, so I think that just kind of tells me personally that this has all been put upon him and that they he was told to run. And whether he was coerced or forced or blackmailed or what have you, it doesn't matter he's not doing this because he wants to no i i don't think and then and you see how many how many of the bush um establishment republican and and uh, republican donors are around him and funding him or mm -hmm. backed away now even and now you're going to add Mitt romney to it i think that that's i don't think that's like desantis going hey mitt can you help me no i, I think it i think it's always one of those very much like trump with Ranch Priebus, yeah, who was who was running the D or the RNC at that time, he put he had some faith in that dude, and that dude brought nothing but snakes around. No, nah, and I mean, but but the DeSantis had to have known like this is not a good idea. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just I can't think of a worst case scenario, or I don't think you, you may as well have put Stacey Abrams to help you out. You know, at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, it, this is just, like I said, it's insane. It's certainly not going to help him out. Trump's numbers are still going up like crazy. Um, but then again, uh, Jack Smith came out today again, and I've got, I'll read you once I get to that point, you know, what Trump wrote back, but he's trying to gag order, trying to keep him from even talking about what's going on. So, I mean, this is just, we are, we're in a circus world right now. And when did he do it? When did Jack Smith make that statement today? He made, he made it late. Yeah. Late yeah, tonight on a, on a Friday, late this, on a Friday, no one's going to know about it. And the judge will do it under the cover and then it'll be Trump just broke the judge's rule. Yeah. No, it, it, exactly. And that's what they're going to try to do. And you just, you can't suppress someone's speech. Um, you know, like I understand saying you can't talk about details, but there's Trump should be able to talk about this period sure because he's being pulled into it. Um, like I said, everything's just about to blow up and backfire. They're not going to be an election in 2024. They will do everything they can because they're not going to be able to cheat their way out of this one. Um, you know, people are waking up and a great example is just right here. So I'm going to play this clip for you. It's a little, um, a little rowdy because the people, you know, are talking over Nadler, but you don't want to hear what Nadler has to say anyways. You want to hear what the people have to say. So Close the freaking border is what people were screaming today in New York. So Jerry Nadler yelled at um, by irate New Yorkers whose streets have been filled with undocumented migrants, thanks to the Democrats. And there was a lot of people out there protesting. This wasn't like four or five people. This was like hundreds of people out there screaming at him. AOC, Nadler um, were not in a very good place today. So listen to this. The supplemental budget to give additional resources to New York and other cities welcoming migrants. Unfortunately, House Republicans seem set on defunding the Department of Homeland Security and shutting down our government. 
I also wrote a letter with immigration subcommittee ranking member Jayapal and over a hundred of our colleagues to urge the administration to use all the tools. And that's enough. The, you just can't, like, you couldn't barely hear what he was saying. He was on the microphone. Um, and everyone was just screaming so bad. And, and he's literally saying the exact opposite, trying to convince these people how good migration is for our country. And he's, he's mm. still going to die on that hill. Actually, he'll die one step up on that hill because he's Nadler. Mm. <laughs> he'll start huffing and puffing one step up. Um, he huffs and puffs just looking at the hill. Yeah, yeah, he does. He starts rethinking that one. And I know Douglas, yes, he is the penguin. That's what he reminds me of. And the penguin, he completely, I just never, will never forget that picture of him walking at the, uh, the LGBTQ rally where he's got his pants, like literally up to his chest. And dude, all his I can, belt was choking his boobs. Dude, all I can think of was, man, there is no job in this world braver than that belt. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, that belt did not know what it was getting into when it was, I would say purchased, but they don't make belts that big. It was made mm -mm, and, mm -mm. It, and it took a whole side of a cow. And then they had to take the other side and then sew the belt together so it was even longer. And the, what was it? He was up there with Pelosi one time when he nadlered his pants. Oh, he did nadler his pants. And to walk off to the side like that? I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Joe to nadler in his pants. Uh, he already has. He didn't he nadlered in front of the in front of the Pope. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. They had, you know, you don't hear about Republicans doing that. So Suski says he's really fat, fat days. You mean he was bigger before? Oh, what? Ouch. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, he yeah, he did not go, he did not go the opposite direction as the human pest dispenser known as Al Sharpton did. Oh, yeah. See, the the asteroid belt on the other side of Mars was too small for Nadler. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh. So okay, oh, so Pre-warning, th this right here um, is not real. Um, I'm playing this these two clips for you because uh, it's well, a a it's pretty darn hilarious. Um, pre pre pardon for some of the content that's in here, but it's hilarious. This was a uh, Kennedy, and somebody did a uh, a voiceover of Kennedy, and the scary part is how real his voice sounds. Like this is this, this is the problem that we're getting. This is John into. Kennedy. The senator, right? Yeah, the senator Kennedy. Yeah, Those are the ones that I Kennedy, sent to you right. earlier. And yeah. it's absolutely hilarious. I, I lost it listening to it. Um, you know, because <laughs> you know that this part of it's in jest, and you gotta wonder, like, hmm, this probably some of this is probably real. Um, but the fact that the voice matches so perfectly, um, it's scary times that that this is where we're at, to where it's almost impossible that if you weren't looking, your eyes were closed and you weren't looking at the lips, you would think this was legit because it sounds exactly like them. But so I'm going to play these two clips. The first clip is not bad. The second clip, um, pre warning, but it's hilarious. So I'm going to play that one. Should I play it, Conley? Yeah, you should. Okay, it's well, I'm, good. I'm going to play it's part good. one first because it sounds like Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. It does. It sounds just like him. This next transcript I'm reading is from a witness named Nancy. She said, and I quote, I was spending my night drinking my favorite vodka while my husband was role-playing with my hammer again. <laughs> Suddenly I saw a bright light, heard a zap, and ended up in a white room. The creatures there were friendly. They offered me gifts and called me Nancy the Milker's Matriarch. 
<laughs> While I appreciated the gesture, I was a bit concerned that they wouldn't let me go. Fortunately, after some bartering of Earth's resources, we had a deal. I'd let them have infinite amounts of our oil and gas reserves, cut down the population, and promote their demonic activity. And they give me a lifetime supply of adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play the second clip. Pre-warning, guys. Close your ears if you don't want to listen to this. There's no curse words in there, um, but the content. But it's um, tacky. <laughs> the, the aliens that reminded me of Adam Schiff. So, <laughs> so, um, so here you go, guys. Pre-warning. Let's listen in uh, as NASA reveals their findings. I'll read a transcript from some of the survivors of the UAP abductions. This one is from someone who would like to remain anonymous. We'll call him Ron. He wrote, I woke up in a white room surrounded by strange creatures that resembled Adam Schiff. <laughs> they bent me over a table and I became very nervous. As the probe entered my butthole, I tried to relax. Unfortunately for me, I got a bowel movement and started spraying poop all over the aliens. This seemed to disturb them very much. And to this day, I'm thankful for my IBS, which may have saved not only my life, but my anus as well. Let's listen in. <laughs> so it's, it's awfully scary that, that his voice is so like dead on. But like I about lost it. I don't know what was funnier. I was surrounded by creatures that reminded me of Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff, yes. <laughs> well, the very last Whoa. part. Not only did it save my life, it saved my butt. <laughs> Save my penis. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good Friday. That's good yeah, Friday. Yeah. It is Friday. Um. <laughs> oh, wow, it's almost worth another listen. <laughs> oh i we, we yeah. you have to put it up on the telegram yeah we'll put it up on the telegram so you guys can go see it i like i lost it i needed that laugh today after coming in and uh dealing with the greenhouse and and that just like i lost it when it pretty said that especially when he was talking about and i was surrounded by creatures that resembled adam shift you know what's funny is you can actually it's not difficult to it's not a difficult leap to make to think that John Kennedy actually wouldn't read something like that on the floor of the Senate or in, no, in, no, the, in a committee that's, room. That's the funny part. The, the you know? only way that, because it, it shows them on the video, the yeah, only way yeah. that you know that this was a, a dub over or an AI um, creation was mm -hmm. the lips didn't match up exactly. Exactly. Correct. But don't but think you know for what? a second that that wouldn't have been the man to say that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he had the testicular fortitude to read one of those porn books in a committee hearing. Yes. So that's when you sent that to me and I, I, I was listening to it and I really wasn't paying attention. Then I was thinking about it. I was like, is he really saying that? Because it does sound like him. And then I watched, I listened, I watched the second one and I couldn't, I could see the, that the dub wasn't matching the lips and. Then yeah. she said it looked like Adam Schiff. It reminded me of Adam Schiff. Maybe. Yeah, because that's how it was when I first listened to it. I was like, whoa. And then I went back and watched it. And I was like, okay, the lips aren't lining up. Um, but it was still absolutely hilarious. So I had to send it to you, man, because I, I lost it. 
Oh, it's great. Steve Cusick says, uh, you said shit and my dogs ran out of the house. Your dogs are <laughs> smarter than Joe Biden. <laughs> Well, it's because they had they're they're telling you they need to go outside and take a shift. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, we got a. This is pretty amazing. Just how this works in this world. So, um, we have three different um people. You know, we have applauded for questioning the 2000 election. We have applauded for questioning the Georgia election, which is uh Stacey Abrams, Hillary Clinton applauded for questioning the 2016 elections, and then Trump arrested for questioning the 2020 elections. So um, once again, this is just another example of what we've been talking about of these, these hypocrisies being juxtaposed to where, you know, there's a point where you just like, how can you deny that there's not two tier justice system? And uh, you know, th but the media has gotten their call and they're five o'clock talking points and they're all talking about the same exact thing. Just like or earlier, like uh, what Colin was saying is that Jack Smith gets up there literally at the end of the day. That's how they always play this game. They drop some news at like five o'clock on a Friday. And then this is what will be yapped about throughout the weekend, you know, before people come back and start going in and talking about news again. So yeah, our elections are BS. Bob, I agree with you hundred percent. Um, I love this one too. This meme today, it says farm animal and it has a sheep and then farm animal and it has a lady getting the shot p h a r m and that's exactly what it is a farm animals um so here we go this is a teacher she teaches at dupaul university which is a catholic university located in chicago um this has been their plan all along to destroy the nuclear family and she it, they they kind of rile each other up you know she says this and then she giggles a little bit and then she sees the reaction of a very liberal crowd and it just emboldens them. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to keep on talking, but listen to what she says. They're not even hiding it anymore. We've been called conspiracy theorists literally for saying exactly what she admits right here. But some of their fears may be legitimate, legitimate because destroying the nuclear family through sexual liberation and queer relationship increase sounds pretty great. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, but some of their fears may be legitimate referring to us. And then she goes on to say how destroying the nuclear family is pretty great. So Satan has done his work so well that these people are, are laughing and joking and thinking it's a great idea. But let me tell you how this is going to go. Lady who wants to destroy the nuclear family. Who's going to die out first. You are. They're the ones that are going to die out first because they're not going to procreate anymore. No more nuclear family. All of them are going to be gone, you know, because women and women, no matter how much they think they can, can't procreate. Men and men can't. Lions and tigers can't procreate. Um, you know, so who's going to carry on the bloodline? The Christians, because the Christians are going to be like, you can tell me I can't have a kid all you want to. I'm going to have five, you know, but, but they're joking and they're laughing about this um, as forward as can possibly be saying exactly what we have been called conspiracy theorists for saying is that they're trying to destroy the nuclear family. You know, your, your typical Christian man, woman, married and having a nice big family. Um, right. and that's the, and that's happening less and less and less because they're indoctrinating so many people that they're all out there hooking up with each other, taking the easy way out, getting an abortion, um, thinking that that's what we call, um, protective sex. You know, it, this is, this is a crazy world that we're living in right now. Conway. It is the slow frog boil. It, it literally is. It, it Exactly That's how it works. It yep. The slow frog boil. 
they're just making them feel good about basically ending themselves. No, I mean, I mean, they have no problem with that. They're good for, uh, you know, assisted suicide. Yeah. And they're pushing, they're pushing that hard in, you know, Canada. Yes. Um, it's, but, but not for it, but they're doing it for people. It's not like the Kevorkian thing, you know, that was here. No, because Kevorkian was offering like, look, if you're terminally ill and mm -hmm. you're rotten from the inside, we're going to give you a way out. And remember right. what a big deal they made? They, they were calling that guy a murderer and everything else. And now we are at the point where they're like, hey, you're not happy with your life. You want to be a man, but your parents won't let you. You know what I'm saying? Here's an easy way. Just come over here and kill yourself. Um, and yep. now they're like, um, what was it? Older kids. So mm -hmm. define older kids for me. Yeah. The, the, well, that's pretty vague. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, vague. Because a four-year-old's older than a toddler. Yeah. You know, a, a six-year-old's older than a four-year-old. You know, so they're, they're playing these like very vague games. And then eventually like, I mean, because look, it's, it's hard growing up. It's hard reaching those puberty years. Everything's awkward. You want to fit in. And then you have those days where you're bummed out. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your, your best friend decides that he doesn't want to be your best friend anymore and goes and hangs out with another crowd. And then you're depressed. And now they're just like, Hey, are you depressed? Come over here. We'll, we'll let you out of this depression. So instead of counseling, talking to someone, praying on the church, they're like, Hey, just, uh, we'll give you a shot, man. You won't even know it. Matter of fact, uh, it won't be a problem ever again. Cause you won't be around any longer. Everybody needs to, we need to, you know what we need to do? We need to obviously get rid of the trophies, but that's a byproduct of that. Everybody needs to be satisfied. They need to be made to feel good. And so now we're even to the point, like you just said, if, if, if you need to feel good to end your life, then that's okay, which it's never okay. So I think everybody, this generation just, we need to inculcate them with almost every John Hughes movie. Yeah. That they need to watch all of those while they're growing up and they're in middle school and then they're in high school and they'll see that it is okay. No, no. I mean, I, I know we struggled, you know, as Gen Xers and, but we're Gen X dude. So that's what we need to teach this new crop of young people is how to be that way. Be fair, not as feral as we see the mobs out running in the street, but heck yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's also brought Get up too, off is it the, the parents, um, DJ Shaw says the parents are following along with the insanity. They absolutely are. Um, you know, I mean, cause look, when I wanted to go to the zoo for a field trip in school, I had to get parent signatures yeah. to, to go on a field trip to the zoo, which was like 20 minutes down the road. And now, um, you don't even need a parent signature to go get a sex change. Yeah. You know I mean? That's this bad. is like, everything is so backwards and, and the parents, um, many of them live vicariously through their children. And that's the big problem. They weren't popular in school. They are like, well, I don't want my kids feeling like I did when I wasn't popular in school. So the parents encourage, you know, follow the whole trend thing, push it on their children so that the children are part of the craziness instead of, you know, teaching their children like my family did and said, what other people think of you is none of your damn business. You just grow up, be a man. Don't be afraid to be an individual and go be you. Um, you know what I'm saying? God made us individuals. He didn't clone us. And now um, the mm -hmm. devil is trying to basically create a bunch of clones. 
or, or mimics like the, the mockingbirds. That's all it says, man. Mockingbird media, mockingbird schools. Yeah. All of them. They're horrible. It's, it's just the demise of culture, civil civilization. Yeah. It's just like Rome. Just like Rome. Literally. Um, there was somebody I saw, a. uh, uh uh, TikTok earlier and the guy was the lady asked like so how many times do you think about the Roman Empire a day which is kind of a weird question and the guy was like uh, probably every four hours she's like are you serious like why do you think about that he goes because our world's just like the Roman Empire you know it's hard not to think about it and he's got a good point you know it's just mimicking the, the Romans never died off they just became the English and the English became the Americans and and the same the, the the nations that Daniel was told by God would be destroyed are literally the same nations now, just spread out and called by a bunch of different names. So yes, yeah. yeah. So now we need to destroy it. So uh, this came from Charlie Kirk today, and he brings out some pretty valuable points. So the Republicans did nothing about Bill Clinton flying to islands with minors. The Republicans did nothing about Hillary Clinton smashing devices. The Republicans did nothing about James Comey brazenly lying. The Republicans did nothing about Andy McCabe plotting a coup against a sitting president. The Republicans did nothing about BLM raising $100 million and breaking charitable giving laws. Republicans in Florida did nothing about James Biden's alleged fraud scheming involving a hospital system. Republicans in Arkansas did nothing about Hunter Biden's um, myriad crimes. Republicans have done nothing against Antifa and their interstate RICO operations. Republicans have done nothing against Fauci, EcoHealth Alliance, or the other fake scientists who promoted lies about uh, the COVID origins to hide their culpability. Um, why would Democrats be afraid of this? They run the country while Republican AGs and DAs quiver in fear and run to the hills. And the problem is that a lot of these are like, um, there's two different kinds of conservatives anymore. You've got the conservatives that truly love freedom and liberty, and then you've got the Bush conservatives. And we're watching that take place right now over in Texas with uh, Ken Paxton, AG. And uh, they're right now, they're, you know, they, they, they are one person away from him either being acquitted or indicted or, or, you know, accused or being guilty. And the problem that we have here is they didn't bring any legit evidence whatsoever everything flopped. It was a big, like it was a soccer flop. You know what I'm saying? Where you got nothing, you're playing a bad game. So you fall on the ground, grabbing your ankle, like you got hurt. That's basically what's happening right now. They, they have no good information. So at this point, any of these GOP that ends up not acquitting him are going to show their true colors at this point, because there is no legit information whatsoever to where this person should be found that can, should be found guilty. Everything backfired. And you know better than I do, Conley, because you're right there. You probably get to see some of this on the local news. You get a little bit of it. You get a little bit of it. I tell you what, though. When you do, when you do, I get a little wound up with that kind of stuff. Sometimes don't get as wound up about it anymore or less, you know. And I just I can walk right back into God. And yeah, calm me down. that's the key. Walking right back into you. God. That's the yeah. Key. That's that's the focal point. Um, that's the hundred percent the focal point. There's just no one that you can truly trust other than God. You know God's going to take care of this. It's going to get a little sketchy. It's coming. Well, it's sketchy's okay. You know, I mean, it's going to get a little sketchy. You know, but let me tell you something. It's going to get a little punchy. 
And that's even better because that's kind of funner. Yeah, it is. It is. You, you guys <laughs> may the, not want to. That's the table flip. None of y'all may want to leave on these, Berg, when this is all <laughs> said and done because who knows what's going to happen during because the 18th is when the celestial event happens. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's, what what else did, did uh, Jeff send me today? Jeff's obviously feeling a little bit better because he's starting to send me more stuff again uh, mm-hmm. when he was kind of out right. of it. And I'm hoping that he's back on the show very soon because uh, I certainly miss him and I know you guys too. But uh, the 18th keeps on coming up over and over again. So uh, the next, remember I told you last night that that peace deal is going to be talked about um, between Israel and Palestine on the 18th. This came in today. So globalist Pope Francis joins forces with the Clintons, Yellen, Whitmer, Newsom, and others for global initiative, which is going to be taking place here in the States on the 18th, on top of that day that the uh, celestial event is supposed to happen that we talked about. So it's going to be interesting. And then more stuff's going to be happening between then and the 25th. And all these weirdness lines up with the dates that that Jeff had the dream about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and the 23rd. Because remember the 23rd, I remember that video I played where like literally 20 different movies use September 23rd as the day that an asteroid hit, the day there was some major destruction across the world, portals open, um, you know, things like uh, Ghostbusters and movies that we're used to, you know, knowing, um, you know, all these different movies. And like I said, it just happened to be September 23rd on all yep. these. So these all line up with the dates because Jeff said straight up, he goes, I've got a very uneasy feeling about the dates between the 13th and the 25th. Oh, Lord. And and like I said, just all of a sudden, all these like little things start coming out about what's taking place during that time. And and I'll be honest with you guys, I I, I trust Jeff's gut feelings. There's been times um, where Jeff, you know, Jeff has said something to me and I'm like, ah, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll listen to you, brother. I'm not going to dispute you, but I don't know about that. We'll have to see. But every time that Jeff has said something to me, mm-hmm. Um, he's been right every mm-hmm. time. If he's got a gut feeling about something and he vocalizes it, he's been right every single yeah. time. Not saying Jeff's a prophet, nor will Jeff, but but man, he his gut is dead on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm never I at this point I'm just never surprised because everything, like I said, there's been multiple things that I'm just like, okay, we'll see, and then he's been right. So I, I'm I listen to Jeff mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, so. Kamala Harris is full-blown socialist, according to Janine Pirro. <laughs> I mean, she, she gets feisty sometimes. I'm going to play this little clip for you. This is from The Five. Now you know why people don't like her. Yeah. Okay? I mean, what she just talked about was, I mean, equal outcomes. We have to, I think her exact words were in addition to what we said, but we have to accommodate and adjust for disparities and, and inequities. So I say to myself, well, wait a minute. Does she mean that in terms of politics, like a, a race for president? Should we, um, you know, adjust for disparities? Like, think about, you know, if someone is running for president and if a minority in their eyes is running for president, should we make adjustments so that there is an outcome that recognizes that we needed to make adjustments for them? Hogwash. Nobody buys that. It's ridiculous. But it's what they believe in. She's a full-blown socialist. That's what they want. They want socialism. And that's why the Mammoth poll, the Fox poll, the CNN poll. I mean, her negatives are incredible. Here's the thing. 
If they're afraid because of whatever name on The View says, oh, we're never going to forgive you, Joe. Look, I don't think Joe's going to end up running. I think this week, and I've said it before on this show, the floodgates opened with, um, you know, with the opinion piece uh, where he shouldn't run the Washington Post. And uh, Ignatius, uh, along with, you know, Nancy Pelosi not giving him a ringing endorsement. I really think that now is the beginning of the end. And if they want to, if they want Kamala Harris, let her get in the primary. Let's see how good she does. She had to drop out of the last primary for president. She did so poorly. So, you know what? Stop with the nonsense. We need someone. Now we know more than ever how this, you know, political identity and, and correctness has destroyed this country when you don't have someone who's willing to do the job. Now, you know, Gotta, yeah, I, I like her. I go every now and then she says something that I'm like, eh. You know, but you just got to wonder, she's just out of the loop and ignorant because a lot of these guys, they stay within their own little group community and they don't dig like we do. So they don't necessarily know some of the big stuff, but she's always been pretty upfront. On occasion, she'll say something that I don't agree with, but I agree with that. Conley, how about you? I think that, well, you're right. They don't dig into stuff. They kind of, they touch around some things, you know, Waters gets into it a little bit, but Piro... Piro's, you know, she's Judge Jenny, but, and I listen to her a little bit and kind of catch them every once in a while in the, in the last couple of days. It sounds like she wants to say some other things too, yeah. you know, like she does want to go off. Yeah, she and holds, yeah, they hold back. Yeah, and, and I, you know, Gutfeld doesn't. Um, well, see, that's the reason he gets away with it is because all they have to do is call it a joke. Yes, and same with Waters to a degree. Yeah, I tell you who I just don't. You know they've had uh, Tulsi Gabbard on I think the last two days, but you talk about a glutton for punishment who, and it, it is a good example of, of of a true believer in the ideology. I, I believe, and you can see it in their demeanor. Is 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 uh, Tarloff, Jessica Tarloff? Yes, who's usually on there too. It's a very and, and you used to see it with Marie Harf too. She was on there for a while, not on the five, but, but she was, she worked with, they both, I don't know if Tarloff did, but um, I think they both did work within the Obama administration. Yeah. I know Harf did. Yeah. Harf was, yeah, Harf was a press secretary. Yes. Under uh, Hillary Clinton at the, at the, at state. Yeah. And um, you can see it in their eyes. It's such a condescending arrogance yes. about them, their demeanor. And Tarloff does the same thing. Like she's just here with these crazy wacko Fox people because that's her role in their part of the war against, you know, America first. Yes. My mom, can't, that's how, she can't huh? stand Tarloff. My mom no. will mm. go out of her way to turn the television. If she ever hears that. Nageline Tarloff. Exactly. And that's that Bryn Mawr, you know, upper West side type you know, Northeast Westport, Connecticut type stuff. And, and they just, they look down. I mean, and she's not, but late thirties maybe. Yeah. And they just look down on them and you can tell she's put off when water speaks, they kind of laugh, they kind of get along, you know, but at the same time, what in a, what in a, what a, um, what an example of what our our government and our politics is really like. I mean, you have Gutfeld. You got a guy in there who's who likes to you know pull any punches, and he is in there as a comedian. But at the same time, they're each just playing their role. 
yeah. for people to watch. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, how scripted it is, it's not like point counterpoint, uh, like it used to be, but I mean, you got your token, uh, liberal, you got your libertarian and you got your, you know, conservatives and you got the bushy with Dana Perino. Oh yeah. Well, you remember, so Suski brings up the liberal Sherpa. Do you remember her? Um, I, yes. And, uh, um, what was her name? I don't know. They just called her liberal Sherpa Sherpa. Yeah, she was always Sherpa. on Tucker. I can't recall her name, but do you know what happened to her? Right. That's not Jedediah Bila, is it? No, no, no. It's not Jebediah. She, she okay Jebediah, because she's a Jebediah Bila actually turned out um to be a little more on our side than I thought. She's she was. over there with Patrick Bet David. Yeah, on uh, the PDB podcasts. Um, yeah, Kathy Aru. That's her name. Kathy, Kathy Aru. That's right. The liberal Sherpa. So okay. She accused, she accused Tucker of hitting on her. Okay. Yes. No yes, one yes. is going to hit on the liberal Sherpa. Okay, mm -mm, period. No. But she ended up, she's in prison right now because mm -hmm. she ended up um, like stealing like $180,000 from her mother's social security or something oh, like that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? That's that kind of twisted thing that they all kind of have to do. And, I, and it's not, it's not to say that people just don't make things up and people don't lie across the board. But man, that group of people just does have to make up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man, and, she, and it's, it's, it's a weird psychosis. Yeah. Tucker used to have her on just because it was humorous. Anyway, yeah. You know, it's he like, hey, you guys want to, you want to hear the stupidest news that you can hear for the next five minutes? Liberal Sherpa's on chick. Kathy yeah. Rue. Listen Here's to this. this chick, you know, but they, but she's one of those that is just, it's good to see them because you, you know, you, when you look at it in a different lens, through a different lens, you can see how, what you're up against and you have a group of people who are, who are uh, the percentage of them are like Tarloff or the ideology or the, the, the ideology is what they believe, but they also just are condescending. And then you have Sherpa and people like that who are true ideologues. Yeah. This is what they believe. That's their God. Yep. And that's who they're counting on. They're they're the true useful, sadly, the useful tools and idiots. Yeah, she's probably one of those like diaper wearing females that likes to pretend she's a wolf, you know, the, the weird stuff. Like that's Kathy Aru kind of stuff. So she gets to do that in jail now mm -hmm. right. with the uh, guys that are there pretending to be women in her female prison cell. So yeah. so uh this is one of the bits that I was gonna play earlier. So this guy was interviewed after AOC after um nadler talked and uh listen to what he has to say especially towards the end and then faulkner i believe this was during the time that faulkner was on and she immediately like here's what he has to say and then goes well let's bring it back to the studio so she gets off of this one pretty darn quick because they're all part of this crap but listen to this guy and crash the budget five percent is already cut Right. We can't afford to pay three, four hundred thousand people everything for free. Right. I just well, I have kids. I have to spend hundreds of dollars to get their school supplies. They're coming here not vaccinated. We just had a COVID crisis. They shut yes. our businesses down. Yes. They fired teachers, fire department. 
for not getting vaccinated. Who do you think needs to do more? We hear from the mayor of New York who says he's doing everything he can every day as migrants continue to come in. We are, we are, I will say too, we're live on air, so, uh, but, you know, what do you think about what the mayor's doing and what should the president and the White House be doing? This is up to us. This is up to each and every one of us to stand up. Nobody's coming here for us. We're here for ourselves. If we don't get up and fight for our city, nobody's coming for us. They're coming to destroy it. The reason why they're here is to steal our votes. They're not, we're not going to be able to live there stealing our votes, our kids' future, my birthright. Our United States is great city that I refuse to leave. Do you understand? Nobody's coming for us. These elected officials aren't even elected. They're using absentee ballots. They're being selected. What did you think that AOC, um, you know, when she came out and other members of Congress and they had this press conference, what did you think about their comments? They will never be allowed to walk down the streets again. Amen. I'm going to finish. So here's, here's Harris popping in. They've destroyed our city. And New York, especially Queens, is walking up. Yeah, so she pulled away pretty quick from that. Um, but you heard what he said at the very end when they asked about AOC and Nadler. He goes, they will not be able to walk the streets. Right. Yeah, that's we know what that's a reference to. Um, to, to be fair, I like Harris Faulkner, and I listen to some of the things that she says kind of off air, you know, in, in other speeches and things like that. Usually, and I know this with the Fox folks, right? That's when they did. Remember with the when uh, Gingrich was talking about Soros? Yes, they did the same exact thing. That's the producer in their ear telling oh, them what to, yeah, right, what to do. But but here's the thing: to me, this isn't much different than the cops that are like, well, "I was just doing my job." Yeah. There's that. There is that. That's true. Um, there is that. I just um, again. What it does show is how much this is a, a game, how much of this is a show and yeah. entertainment. And it's not quite the mockingbird media way that they use, but it's a, it's still manipulated. It's it still is. manipulated. It is. And, you know, and like you said, the producers are in the ear going, cut it, cut it, cut it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know how that works too. Um, man, fortunately, Tucker can't be cut any longer and he's getting to be a little bit more open. So, tons more open so i got a little juxtaposition right here for you speaking of the hypocrisy i I talked last night about these are gifts from god you know having the same people say one thing at one time and another thing another time so this is is schumer um listen to what he said back in 2019 and what he says in 2013 or 23 best interest of our country and our constitution to proceed with an impeachment inquiry i strongly support Speaker Pelosi's decision. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. So, I mean, once again, gifts from God, you know, because you can't argue this. They literally say the exact opposite when it's in their favor and then come around and say this right now when it's something that they don't want. So I think these are great examples right here of the God has just handed us to us. He's like, I'm going to give you both. And then you can put them right there together. And then people can't deny that this is what you saw, but you know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, that's AI. It's artificial intelligence. <laughs> Eventually they'll do that. Yeah. Eventually they'll do that, but they can't get away with it now. No, 
so if if we're in like an eventual um place right now talking about it eventually they'll say that then now is obviously the time to be active and proactive while the getting is good and while the iron is hot and we'll pick up some other cliches that we can think of right yeah until the time they say well it's ai and even, and th that will be their counter we can't just let them roll through this way and then get to the point where they're now they're telling everybody it's ai you're you're losing ground that way now's the time to be able to convince is not the right word where you can show people what is really <laughs> the truth <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and it's it's right now it is right now because you you played that right there and you listen to that two-faced who person and um mm. i know and, and and there's a lot of head shaking you know right like you 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 look at, look at, i see your face you're like i know it's like you can't even believe it how they how are they getting away with it that's the question but the answer is is that they're not they're not getting away with not in the it. Public, that's why they're that's yeah, why they're doing not in this. the public view um, correct but occasionally they're honest like pelosi yeah you heard me say it right here i said honest and pelosi in the same sentence listen to what she had has to say on cnn <laughs> no i'm not a poor baby i'm more reptilian cold-blooded <laughs> and go in to win the election well, let me play that again what did you say you were pelosi <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not a poor baby. I'm more reptilian. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't stay that vodka up and not be no. cold blooded. <laughs> you know, she's, she's, she's a reptilian. Yeah. yeah, she said it. I'm more reptilian. <laughs> I know. In cold blooded. A, in a world where you know they we joke about this, she's like, "Yeah, I'm a reptilian." You know what? Those are probably the most honest things that have yeah, ever that. come out of her mouth. Yeah right there um all right so i'm gonna play this for you guys Still real like, quick and what did what did what did the guy that that was doing john kennedy's voice call her what did he say she had that she gave a gift oh, to the okay. aliens the adrenochrome no that's what that's what she got in return oh, yeah, that's what she got in return some about the milkers oh yeah the the what the the mother of milkers mother patriarch of milk, something, or matriarch yeah, or something. something like that yeah she the fact that you know here's the other thing too i think that with with what we've talked about at the age and you you, you i think you talked about it a couple of days ago you know she's a she's 82 biden is 80 and acting like 127 you know you have steny hoyer you got schumer you got all these old you got feinstein who can't even vote right but why are they having to stay in there they're being forced yes they are being forced because they the one it's some of us they want to hang on to their power yeah personally but they've got theirs i don't think they have anybody with enough name recognition who has been able to quote unquote stand up to trump or stand up to the right that they do I, they don't have anybody really in the bullpen to to take their place now no the ones that are trying to get into the bullpen are just as are just like the squad that's the new that's the new stuff now the, the now the republicans do they have a lot more uh america first maga type people 
um, and more to draw from. That's what their fear is. And so that's why she's going to run again. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus there's, I think, honestly, there's the fear, just like why they had to put Biden out front. One, because of the Chinese stuff, primarily because of what was going on in Ukraine. And they can't let that, they can't let that cat out of the bag. No. And then Feinstein has given power, turning over to her daughter for her daily life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is still voting here in, in the Senate. And so what does that tell you? That's, is that her, I mean, those are obviously rhetorical questions. Is that her voting? No. Who's voting for her? She's just is that what's supposed to be happening? Yeah. She's just holding the spot. Sure. Until the primaries and until the election, yep. that's it. That's all Biden is doing. That's all. And they knew this ahead of time. I know I repeated myself, but they knew that ahead of time when they made him, uh, they made him the candidate. They knew it. That's we, why this is not a surprise. Cause we can agree on this. No matter what, no matter which way you look at it, whether it's a Trump win or a Biden win, this is it. This is in game. They will not go past these presidents because if Biden wins, they're going to seize the moment and it's over there. Every little evil thing they can push through. They will, if there's Trump wins and, and Trump is legit, like we hope he is, um, he's going to go after him to end this game because it can't go on any further. Which yes, yes. Which, which, okay. Which means there is going to be a lot more internal conflict within the country. Yes. More so, and it's more in a physical kinetic type way. That's a, that's why you see a, <coughs> there's a reason why the borders are open because they're either planning on a Trump win or they're planning, they're planning on just like what you just said, either someone's going to take Biden's place and that person's going to win or Trump's going to win. And if Trump's going to win, they have a plan in place Yeah, more than more than one. They have plan B and plan C. And a lot of that's going to have to do with the mob. And what we saw during the summer of fire in 2019 is going to be ramped up. But now, now you've added, you've lost a percentage. And I think that they, 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 this is how they planned it and and analyzed it. You've lost a percentage out of the black vote who are going to vote for Trump, but you've offset that loss and gained some with the, what is it? I said earlier tonight, um, on the show, uh, 46 million undocumented or, or, or not undocumented, 46 million immigrants are now within the United States. Mm-hmm. Last year, the number that came into the United States was greater than the last, than the, than the four years before right. combined. Yes. Right. So they, they are Ted Cruz was correct. They are the replacements. Those are going to be their foot soldiers. They already know that you have cartel people, you have bad operators, you have bad people, just like Trump said. I don't think they're sending their best. They're not. Venezuela just did what Cuba did during uh, the Cuban, uh, the, the, the boat lift. They emptied out the prisons. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what they're kind of doing here. And that's exactly what and yeah. they're pulled. They're all my, they're all moving up this way. Go, yeah. go look at Ireland. Go look at Spain. Go look at France. Go look mm-hmm. at England. Go look at Scotland. This is what we're heading towards. And I hope that Wales, for, for my family, our friends that live out there in Wales, I hope that it's not like that there yet. But this is where we are heading. And it's chaos. Um, it's just been a little quieter chaos over here at this point because our country is like way bigger than any of those little countries. You know what I'm saying? So it takes a little longer to fill us up with the immigrants. Um, 
and then to spread them out to where they're going to do their job. And we'll figure out what they're going to do. But you're right, Colin, it's going to be absolute chaos. So we're going to move Cyrus conversation tomorrow. Time got away with me. It's like 20 minutes left. So we're going to keep okay. on going with the news. Um, then I'll tell you what's being quiet then. Yeah. Because you just said it. And it, it is the, 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 the invasion that has ramped up in Europe over the last year. Six months for sure. Look yes. at what's happened with Italy um uh on their coast they just had or and where was it um two days ago where they had uh like five seven, thousand five thousand yeah like that just stormed the beaches just like normandy and then we're about to see that that was a daring gap down there by coming top of yes. Panama. With, there's like five to seven thousand and they're yes. all dudes and and i told you when i was down the border i saw how they play this game they have what we call film spots um, where the news is allowed to go out, but people like me aren't. Mm -hmm. And that's where they'll have the, the women and the kids come in to make it look like, look at the, the crazy trials that they had to get here crossing like rough waters and you know, to tug at the heartstrings of people. But you go right down the road about five miles and you see that there's like thousands of dudes only coming in Eagle pass, same thing. Um, you know, so all around the Texas border. So what they do is they show the women and the kids on television, but the reality is it's like 95% guys. And then even the ones that do have the women and children, they put them at the front, um, because it's the old tactic. You're not going to go trying to fire into a crowd where the kids and the women are in the front, you know, so they're playing yeah. these games, but I saw firsthand what was going on down there. Um, so Conley, check this one out. So I'm going to play this little video for you. And uh, this is in a church. This is a church service. So Conley, I want you to count how many things were wrong about what this preacher says. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, right. Oh no, this is, right. this is bad. This, this is, is one of those blind reaction things. Yes. This is a blind reaction. Conley, <laughs> you have not been, you have not, Conley has not seen this video ahead of time, guys. So, so right. here, dun, dun, dun. here we go. So, did you know that there are rainbow stories in the Bible? Yes, not very many, but there's one that's my special favorite. Do you know the story about Noah's Ark? You ever heard of Noah's Ark? No? Well, no. let me tell you. <laughs> there was this person named Noah, and he had a big family. And he lived at a time, this is just a story, it's like a myth. He lived at a time when people all okay, around... Real quick. This is a church service. This is a preacher. So is she, apparently, is she, is she, is she have a collar on? No, she does. She's got one of those, uh, rainbow scarf things. And I was going to say, she's got the rainbow sash yeah, around Exactly. Her. So apparently, um, this is a myth. Wow. <laughs> Noah's Ark is a myth. Dude. I mean, you figure if, if you've never, if you've never read the Bible, you still know what Noah's Ark is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you've never heard of him. Yeah. They were like, Oh, <laughs> you haven't heard, heard of him. Here. So, it's so, just a myth. so it's just a myth, but it gets, Oh, it gets so much worse. This family were doing mean things, mean, mean things. <laughs> and so God was mad at all the mean things. So I didn't really think that God had a sense of, outrage, but apparently she does. <laughs> so in a fit of rage, God said, Noah, I am going to cause a big flood 
and we're going to get rid of everything and start over again. But I want you to build a very, very, very big boat, an ark. And in that ark, you are going to put two of every animal. And the waters began to come down, and it rained and rained and rained and rained. And you know, here's the thing. When God saw all of that mess, all of those beautiful things and people that had been destroyed by the water, well, God kind of rejected, what's the word I'm looking for? <coughs> regret. Regret. There's the word. God regretted that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to break this up into pieces. So apparently, um, God doesn't have a temper. I mean, I can think of a whole bunch of different parts in the scripture. God had regret. Yeah. And apparently, she, she, she no, and she, you heard that too. She called yes. God a she. God's mm -hmm. literally called father over and over and over in the Bible, but he, but he has regret. And another thing I want to point out too, um, two of each animal. So apparently there were only males and females and not she, shim, shurgeon, paint, <laughs> paint herself. Right. Yeah. Um, I digress. I go forth. No, dude, right now it's, it's difficult to listen to because it sounds like, uh, Glenda, the, the good witch of the West, <laughs> Uh, is constipated. No, it does. And angry. And and she she was uh somebody asked her who was eating. No, she was like it sounded like her microphone was rubbing against her beard. Mm -hmm. Except she doesn't have a beard. <laughs> so Dude. let me we'll finish this. There's just a little bit of left and then we'll wow. discuss this. And so God said to Noah and his family, I'm never gonna do that again. Even when people do bad things I'm going to find a way to love them anyway. And you know how you can tell that I'm never going to do that again? I'm going to put a rainbow in the sky. And every time you see that rainbow, you'll know I'll never do that bad thing again. I'll love you always. That's why I love rainbows. That's one of the reasons. So she, she was waving the gay flag yeah. as she was doing that. But I also want to remind her of a little something called Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, when are she, we going to talk about salt? Yeah. So, so here she is like, you know, and God, he, he just felt bad. He regretted what he did. And it's like, yeah, he regretted it so much that he literally wiped out the people that you're supporting right here. Because yeah. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah was all about the, uh, yeah. the, the people that were, doing the explicit sexually crazy stuff that we're seeing right here today. But like yes. I mean, how many things were, okay. First off a myth. So Noah, it's a story. It's a myth. Um, you know, second of all, God's not a, she, um, it literally referred to father over and over and over and over again in the Bible. Um, yep. you know, God did make the prom promise that he wouldn't flood the earth out again. Um, but he certainly didn't regret. God doesn't have regret. When God makes a move, he knows darn well what he's doing. Um, and then it, she's like literally waving the gay flag. Like, this is why we have rainbows, yeah. you know? And it's like, and then it's like, did you, did you stop right there at the story of Noah and not yeah. move a little bit further in the scripture to find out about what happened at Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah. Where they literally wipe people out because of the debauchery and stuff that was going on. And then once again, I find it humorous that she said, 
and he asked to go get two of each animal and it's like okay so there are only two genders <laughs> and apparently they weren't gay because they had to procreate yes right holy cow man you know sometimes and i think sometimes when people listen to the monday show which is now everyday show almost that it reduces their iq but now having to listen to her you're never going to get should, that back yeah. i think i think we could all take a moment write in crayon and read one of those pop-up picture books and increase our iq by at least 30 points yep and, and, and rainbow <laughs> having rainbow. listened to that chick with rainbow crayons <laughs> <laughs> each letter has to be a different color <laughs> man man you know what's sad what's sad is that it sounded like it sounded like well it sounded like she was talking to children nope but they were just childlike she adults. was just talking she yeah childlike adults who were obviously childlike adults who were who were soaking all of this in oh yeah well some of the best part about that that i just played you were actually the comments that people put in there um let me read a couple of them to you. Um, I'm sorry, but a pretty decent part of the mean things um, they were doing was sodomy, incest, and other forms of sexual deviancy. <laughs> um, yeah, um, they're little children in the front row. Somebody needs to fetch the millstones. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one person, you know, says, uh, I don't want to sound rude or anything, but I believe this is the reason that God didn't want women preaching in church. Um, <laughs> he, he's like, and God was repeatedly referred to as father in the Bible. Um, yep. You know, uh, and then or why do they always look like that? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes, that's a good question. <laughs> um, all women who claim to be clergy are submissive and by necessity um, teaching heresy. I will die on this hill working on a project proving this the easiest route to infiltrate our institutions by giving women leadership roles um in churches mm -hmm. um you know uh i'm not even a christian and i know that's bs <laughs> like <laughs> you know that has the atheist just going mm, i don't think that's right yeah exactly the agnostic and the atheist are like what did i just hear and can i get that three minutes of my life back yeah yes because whole man i know that's what i'm saying there wasn't one part about what she said that was scripturally right and then someone else comments he's like do you notice how all of these um people these you know end up taking scripture and then fitting it into the trends of today yes yep that's 100 that's what they have to do that's why god warned us about that too and and honestly if you really want to get down to it it is the prosperity doctrine that is being taught within the a lot of the churches that we know about is 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 no different it's it's no different yeah. it is just as detrimental as listening to that wacko yeah yeah and then and there's many more like her and they yes. infiltrated our churches um literally waving rainbow flags and not under, I mean, cause like I said, all you have to do is go forward in scripture a little bit. And then you find out what happens to those deviants that sex change, dress up like men, um, have homosexual relationships and all this other stuff, mm -hmm. you know, even, even the people that weren't part of it, God was like, ah, don't look back. And then what happened? Salted. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. That's the, it's the worst thing. Yep. So I apologize, guys. You're right. Um, Steve, you can never unhear what you've already heard, <laughs> but, uh, the, yeah, but the point is, is like this, you know, all of God's, uh, prophecies, everything that God mentioned, all of this stuff is happening. We're seeing it right here. Lovers of themselves. I mean, this is, this is where we are today. So this is one of the reasons, you know, th there's th one of the things that I love about Trump is the, is what many people hate is that he says what's on his mind. And I can appreciate anybody that says what's on their mind, unless it's what that lady just said in church. <laughs> um, so this is Donald Trump's reply right here. This is after Jack Smith came out and tried to gag Trump and keep him from saying anything. Trump says Biden prosecutor deranged Jack Smith has asked the court to limit the 45th president and leading Republican nominee by more than 50 points, by the way, Donald J. Trump's public statements. So I'm campaigning for president against an incompetent person who has weaponized the DOJ and FBI to go after his political opponent. And I am not allowed to comment. They leak, they lie and sue, and they won't allow me to speak. How else would I explain that Jack Smith is deranged or crooked and Joe is incompetent? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's excellent. You couldn't, you couldn't, I guarantee you, you would never seen Kareem Jean-Pierre tweeting for the president that way. No, no. Did you, the, the comment today to, um, as Jean-Pierre was up there at the podium, um, as she, right before she ran out, one of the, the journalists goes, Hey, is your breakup messing with messing you with your job? Like basically asked her <laughs> if her breakup was like interfering with her work. <laughs> yes. Just, 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 and, and man, boy, she's pathetic. She was like, and stage left. She couldn't have gotten mm -hmm. out of there any quicker. What um, was her breakup? Yeah. You know, she broke up her, uh, her wife broke up with her. Oh, Suzanne Malvo from yes, CNN. From CNN. Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, She's like, I can't even handle your lying anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I work at CNN. And I work at CNN. <laughs> so it's a it's a nutbag, nut job place no, right now. No, it really is. Every all of them are. Um, then here's another one too. So this is Fauci. Remember Fauci? Um, you guys are a bunch of conspiracy theorists. This vaccination isn't doing anything. Yeah. Listen to him. He actually admits the truth. And then tries to say, but it's still better than not getting a vaccine. Yeah. Like, yep. listen, listen to this. Again, we have experience with this type of vaccine in billions of people. It's a safe vaccine. Of course, with the mRNA, there's a very, very, very low risk, particularly in young men, of getting a myocarditis. But if you look at the risk of myocarditis from COVID itself is greater than the risk of the vaccine. Like, no, it's not. I no, didn't take not. the vaccine. I had COVID or well, the flu. Um, yeah. and I'm kicking it. We're doing great. Getting married to uh, apparently the lady over here who's probably dead along with me for <laughs> doing the same thing that I did, not taking the vaccine. But you see how this wordplay he's like, well, a very, very, very low risk. Oh, other than the 1200 footballers that have died on the pitch over in Europe. Um, and like I said, it, it he, one thing he did say was honest is, you know, mainly in males because more men end up with the myocarditis. So they admitted the truth and then tries to tell you, but it's still better than, than the effects that come with COVID. No, let me, let me tell you what you meant to say, Fauci. 
it's still better than the effects of remdesivir and ventilators. Yeah. Yeah. What an what a it boy. It sure makes you really catch you using words, doesn't it? Yeah. His ass hat is not one that you should use, you know, openly <laughs> like that. So I'm not going to call him that, but it's a word that I almost used when we got done with it. Mm. And it's just, it is one of those frustrating things too. You know, here's something, let me, and here comes a little God stuff real quick. Cause I know we're about to pray. That's exactly that. That is the, one of the people that God is telling everybody to pray for. Because look how lost that dude is. No, he he He's, is. he sold everything out for money and for power and for ego and prestige. It, yeah, he did. True Patriot does sound like a jerky boy skit. Um, this guy, like I said, this is why we need to pray for our enemies, and and we always encourage it. Um, and I know it's a rough one. It's a tough one sometimes to pray for these guys because they're literally walking us into death. Yes, you know that's exactly what they're doing. And they're um, children. you know exactly. But, you know, we don't know, are these guys willing participants? Are they possessed and don't know what they're saying? I mean, we, we don't know the reality. So that's the key is praying for them and, and wishing, you know, God's intervention. Well, I would say they're, I would, I would, I would doctrinally say that they are possessed. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you have something else. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. If, if you don't have the Holy Spirit you have something else. And so it's obvious that that cat's got something else. Now I think it's whether or not they choose to do it. Now I know what you mean by possessed when you're like full on mm -hmm. demon possession, but you can still have a spirit of anger and that possesses you. No, Yeah, exactly. You know, right. And so that's just how we can, I think we look at it that way and it becomes not that it's much easier, but it's correct. And then you go, well, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you got this. So that's someone we got to pray for. Because he's obviously, you talk about controlled opposition. Oh, 100%. That's what he is. Yeah, that's what he is. Controlled. And like I said, is is it duress? Was he born evil? Um, were, were they like uh, Anderson Cooper, who were raised to be how they are? Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know those circumstances. So we, you know, we got to pray. We and, don't. You're right. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but okay. we don't, but we, they, we, the odds are high that they have been exposed to God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, see, the, that's the, that's the choice. That's the choicing, yeah, the they, choice in the decision making. Oh, I agree. And they made the wrong choice. Yeah. Um, mm, obviously. And I, I'll be honest with you. Like, if you ask me personally, they're all just a bunch of evil ass people mm -hmm. doing some evil stuff yeah. and they yeah. had the choice. They know who God is and they deny mm -hmm. Um, We know that, but. God still asks us to pray and yep. I, I will always listen to him because I've watched Nebuchadnezzar. I'm just going to yes. say Nebuchadnezzar, Paul, yep. you know what I'm saying? We've got great examples of how hearts completely changed um, because God's more powerful than he am. The question is, is they still have free will. So it will pray for them. And if they choose the free will to deny God still, all I got to say is you guys are deserving that little fiery, pit that's waiting for you we put a thing what you just said into perspective a little bit better we look at these athletes or we look at these people that we see on tv and they're professing their 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 love for jesus right mm -hmm. and they you know we talked about them censored and what have you but they 
They didn't start out that way themselves. No, they were, they were just like all of us. They were indoctrinated by their families. It could have been Mm -hmm. the bloodlines and so forth. And like I said, our job is to pray for them. If they don't want to listen, God's going to judge them period. And they're not getting away from that one. And, Mm -mm. uh, and him zero, um, those chemtrails, they're just trying to, to make our lands barren and, uh, and poison us aluminum, barium, um, and all the other mercury, nasty, yeah, mercury and all the other nasty little chemicals that they're dumping on us. They're like, Hey, well, if you're not going to take the vaccine, we're just going to dump it on you instead. Mm-hmm. So yep. that being said, let's get into some prayer. Time got away with this today. I will be going over tomorrow. The entire episode will be on uh, Cyrus, um, King of Persia, um, to end our week with the topic that we had done, but there was just a lot of news and it's just craziness. So everybody please bow your heads and let's get into a little bit of prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come together once again. And Father, so be it. If you bless us tomorrow with the other day, let us utilize every second. Make these seconds count, dear Lord, in serving you, spreading that gospel, talking about the world, trying to inform people, and ultimately bringing people to that narrow path that's that's been blessed by you, dear Lord, which is that path to our salvation and eternity in heaven. Dear Lord, let us never take our eyes off the kingdom, but also let us do what we can right here on this earth until you call us home. And dear Lord, we know that we're a day closer than we were yesterday to you coming back. And uh, we just don't know how far off it is, but we're watching prophecy unfold right in front of us. And we're seeing things happen more and more and everything that you said is happening. So dear Lord, let us be able to take this scripture and juxtapose what's happening in this world so that we can utilize this in order to wake people up a little bit more, turn them around to that veil that you were lifting up a little bit more every day and revealing the truth, just like you promised. You said you would shine a light on the darkness, reveal the truth through the de- or from the deception, and we are seeing that more and more every day, Father, and I thank you. Thank you for giving us the platforms that you have given us, dear Lord, to speak. And this Bards Fest that we're coming into, dear Lord, is a chance to come together in revival and prayer in your heavenly name. Dear Lord, please keep everybody safe on their travels, as many of them will be heading out this weekend and others a little bit later. But dear Lord, please be with everybody and and let their their journey not only be safe, but fruitful, dear Lord. Bring some lessons and some scripture and some divine wisdom on this journey with them, dear Lord, so that the, the, the journey is just a big part of the actual destination which they're heading to in Flemingsburg. Dear Lord, let the weather be great. Let everybody just have a really good time and be comfortable singing around the fires, praying with one another, and utilizing this opportunity that you've given us, dear Lord, to where we can just make this area kind of a prayer hub as we're going to need these more and more spread out around the world. But dear Lord, thank you for giving us the opportunity to where we're living right now and to bring other people into this beautiful community so they can see what we see. And thank you for blessing us with a place with so many wonderful and kind, loving people. Dear Lord, continue to give us the patience with others that you have given with us. And dear Lord, let every day be a little bit easier when we're praying for our enemy. So I don't have to pray another prayer after I pray for my enemies asking, Father, please let me mean what I just prayed for. Um, I joke, but it's a, it's a hard thing to do, Father, especially these people that are trying to kill us. But you've asked us to do that. You said to hate the sin, not the sinner, dear Lord. We are all your children. No matter who we are in this world, we're your children. Even the evilest of the people on this earth are your children. They just made a bad choice and they followed the wrong person. I had a conversation today with the FedEx delivery guy and he brought up something that was absolutely true. Is the Lord never let us forget to use the word Satan when we're talking about the evil one on this earth, dear Lord. 
they try to reconstruct it and get us to call him Lucifer. And Lucifer was his angel name. And they tried to, you know, lessen what he is by calling him by his angel name instead of what he truly is. The evil thing that's on this earth, you Lord. So let us never forget what Satan is doing and how evil he is and keep that evil and temptation out of our lives. As we get closer to you, Father, and the more we serve you, the more he comes after us. But dear Lord, thank you for building this family as we unify with one another, um, getting stronger and stronger every day. We're just a big loving family that I am just grateful that you have brought to us, dear Lord. Thank you for all the people that are part of this show and then everyone who was in this chat and the ones that are listening later, dear Lord, and giving us each this mission, which we are honing our skills for, dear Lord, as you've been giving it to us our whole life, even before we knew you. But now we know you, Father, and we have a bigger responsibility now than we ever did. We can't be quiet Christians. We need to be loud. We need to be part of this battle and not just hope for the best. Dear Lord, we know that we know you have a big plan. We know how this ends. We also know that we are part of it. So let us be your arms, your legs, your voices right here on this earth. Let us not only protect our children, dear Lord, and set them off on the path that we should have been set on. Let them know who you are from the beginning of their lives, but let us also protect the elders, dear Lord, so we can learn the wisdom that they have and carry it on to pass on to the little ones, dear Lord, until the day that you bring us home. Let us repent every day. Let us be thankful and thank you for everything that you've given us, dear Lord. You've blessed us with so much and we take a lot for granted, but let us our days be filled with you from the moment that we are wake up in the morning until the moment we go to bed in the evening and everything in between everything that we do on this earth father is because of you and for you and never let us forget that even while we're doing our jobs at work dear lord let us never forget that you allowed that you gave us another day and you didn't promise us today you promised well you promised us today but not tomorrow so thank you for giving us tomorrow dear lord if you see it fit and once again like i said let us do everything that we can during this time but Father, we love you with all of our hearts, and we are so grateful for everything you bless us with, including the unity as we come together, dear Lord, serving you in the best ways that we can until the moment that our feet leave this earth. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. right on. Well, Conley, man, thanks again, brother. Um, I know you've had a long you, week. and. uh you know, I uh, hope to see you uh, Saturday and Sunday. Like I said, we're, we'll do another show. I think Monday will be the last show because I know you're going to be taking off Tuesday morning. So it'll be see fit to that. And then we're going to be yeah. on with Bards Fest. So you guys will be able to tune into the Bards Fest on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It'll end with the uh, the sunrise service. And then we're getting married um, right after that. So I'm really excited. There's a lot of wonderful things going to be happening um, just God bringing some amazing things in the middle of this chaos. And uh, we make the best of every situation. God's blessed us. He's brought us together and he's given us a great opportunity to have another revival. Just one more. And then hopefully he'll bless us with another one. But we don't know how things are going to be. And things are going to get a little bit more chaotic uh, at some point soon. But they're pushing this alien thing. Uh, we're going to be talking about aliens a lot on this show because they are pushing out like crazy right now. They sure are. I'm just glad we're going to get to see everybody live soon. Yeah, exactly. And uh, hopefully Project Bloombean doesn't happen on the 23rd, which will be the last day of Bards Fest. <laughs> right. We look into the sky going, oh boy, here goes Project That's Bloombean. That's neat. And get on your knees and pray. But uh, thanks again, Conley and Living. I love you both very, very much. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for Brothers in a Bible. We'll get into the topic of the night, Cyrus. So we'll end our week with that. Um, and once again, guys, keep on praying for Jeff. He's feeling better and better. And hopefully he will be back on here soon, especially for Brothers in a Bible. I know we'll be excited to see him as well. 
Everyone have an absolutely beautiful rest of your Friday. We'll see you tomorrow evening for Brothers in a Bible. And don't forget, Fishers of Men is back up this evening. So Scott will be doing a couple of those shows, I believe, until um, he gets here. Uh, normal show Saturday and Sunday. He's in Boone right now, so we'll have a little bit of time to do that. So keep your eyes out on uh, Bards FM on Telegram as well as uh, Bards FM Podbeam to see when he is uh, putting his shows up, and you'll know when those shows are going to be. But in the meantime, guys, I leave you with this. Friends and family, don't ever forget that when the devil and our enemies find us on our knees, assuming that we've been defeated, that we're actually in prayer, which is the greatest sword in our armory and the real war is just about to begin. I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of The Kilted Christian, which is the second show in the Bards block of Bards Nation Network. Don't forget to go watch Fishers of Men tonight and every night at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And just like in old radio fashion, we sign out with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early but so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched was so gallantly streaming and the rocket's regular the bombs bursting in there gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that Haven't said this in a while, but make sure you head on over to Bards FM, Fishers and Men, and your night with a little bit of love, a little bit of prayer, and a whole lot of unity. We're going to need each other more and more as we walk into these chaotic times, but it's okay. We're going to get through this. Why? Because we know how the book ends. God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety, keep in prayer, hold that line, spread the gospel from nation to nation like we were asked, and we will be serving the Lord until the moment that we leave this earth. But guys, I love you very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful evening. We will see you tomorrow at uh, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Central for Brothers in the Bible. We will be talking about tonight's topic, Cyrus. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow evening and God bless.